You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah. Don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. yeah. Hello everybody, I'm Matt Minnick and this is Coach Speak. Coming at you live, well not really pre-recorded, but hey, we are talking... Uh, somewhat of an emergency pod, not a really a big thing, but update on Jonah Williams, Jonah Gate, as it were, or right tackle gate, bookend gate, I don't know, those are all trash, but anyway, uh, I'm not the guy that names things, I guess, but let's talk about Jonah Williams and the whole Jonah Williams situation. First of all, he is there, he is in the building, he is rehabbing with the team staff, as predicted, yep, it's mandatory, he showed up, no holdout. Not a not a trade demand, uh, as it were. And he's there, and and you know he said, hey, I'm going to be, you know, I'm excited to compete and be the right tackle. Um, you know, sounds rather humble about it. Says, you know, uh, in, in an interview in the locker room that it, you know it was never a left tackle right tackle thing, and more about the communication. He said that hey, there's 64 starting tackles in the league. I'm happy, uh, you know, to have a chance to compete for one of those spots. So. Uh, sounds like it wasn't really a left tackle, right tackle thing. And, you know, he did voice some discouragement over the way things went down, though. And, you know, specifically the, the lack of communication. Now, here's my take on things. Number one, let's start with the Bengals, okay? The Bengals have every right to try and improve, all right, to try and go out there. Jonah has one year left on his deal. They're, they're paying him very handsomely for that year. He is in the fifth year of his rookie contract. And to my knowledge... Um, like I haven't heard anything about a Jonah extension, right? Everybody's been talking about a Burrow extension. Everybody's been talking about the possibility of a T Higgins extension. Um, hasn't been really any whispers about a Jonah Williams extension. So, you know, you're going into the last year of your deal. You, you gotta know that they're thinking about the future, right? Uh, and that you aren't necessarily in those plans as the franchise left tackle guy. Um, if they're not, you know, if they're going to let you go into this contract year uh, and not not having that discussion right away, right? So he's got to know, right, that there's they're, they're looking towards the future with that. Now, I thought there was a good chance that they were going to draft his replacement this year, if not in the first round, then at some point uh, that they would draft somebody to eventually take over his left tackle. I thought he would be the left tackle this year, but I thought they would draft a guy – perhaps to play right tackle for a year and then to flip over, uh, if not just to kind of be the the swing guy and work and develop uh, and take over for him in a year's time. Um, it, it went a different direction. It went an unpredictable, crazy direction that nobody saw coming. Um, and the number one tackle in free agency uh, became a Cincinnati Bengal. Who'd have thunk it? So, look, uh, from the Bengals' perspective, you got an opportunity to go after Orlando Brown. You get, you got to do it, right? That was a huge move. 
uh, not just exciting from a, a fan standpoint, but like I was a really, really big time move bringing in uh, a serious dude. Um, who who can who can compete? Who can make you better? Who can really solidify that line? Who is a very good fit for the things that you do? Um, exciting acquisition all the way around. Huge, uh, huge free agent acquisition for the Bengals, and they got him a fantastic deal. So, Bengals, I get it. He's got a point about the communication, though. Um, and you know, it, it sounds like like not only before the signing but after the signing they weren't really in any kind of hurry to reach out to him and have a conversation with him um and and i i really understand the frustration with something like that you know i think that when you look at look these things happen fast sometimes right and the the orlando brown thing happened super fast too it was just one of those things all of a sudden you like you saw some stuff on twitter like what the, the who's talking to the what now? All right, it, it, it came out of left field. All right, it sure happens fast. And look, you don't want to you don't want to spill the beans on things by talking to your whole team about it. And you know, like you can't get it out there or or let rumors get out there. You know, for the wrong reasons either. So, you know, if they can't reach out to him beforehand, I get it. Like that makes sense to me, you know. Like, 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 there's some reasoning behind there. There's some rationale there. So, I'm, I'm fine with that. But man, like, once it's official, like, once it's out there, once it's known, you gotta reach out to the guy. You know, he's, he's, he's been a, a stable force, you know, on this team for a long time. And look, say what you will about him, he was the best offensive lineman on a team that went to the Super Bowl. He was <laughs> like, like you got to give the guy some love. He was the best offensive lineman every year that he played for this team, probably um, outside of outside of the last year, right? Where they went out and they got some more guys. So you really got to you should treat him with respect he deserves. He does deserve does deserve respect. I don't think he was in their future plans. Again, like they weren't really talking about those things. We weren't hearing about them looking to extend him or anything like that. Um, you know, he's, he's hasn't been the dominant force that you would have liked it with, with the area he's drafted. But at the end of the day, he's been a, a pretty good, solid player for you all around. Okay, The sack numbers last year, by the way, are crap. All right? I've, I've watched the, the tapes. Like, I've watched the clips of, of, of some of those things, like, things that were, were called a sack. And, you know, look, he, like, there are some bad reps on there, and there's some sacks he give up on there. But then there's times where it's like, all right, well, that's the that's the guard's fault, and if like it's just a misunderstanding of what protection they're running. If you're blaming on on Jonah Williams, because it's 100% the guard's fault. So there are a couple of there those on there, um, and again, like we just get caught up in those numbers. And I, you also look at the conversion rate, like pressures to sacks, like crazy was way out of line, like like crazy numbers, uh, like not sustainable uh, to where it is, like. That people aren't actually going to convert sacks on him that often, uh, year in and year out. So, anywho, that's that. You got to talk to the guy. Like e- even afterwards, like maybe it's Pollock reaching out, or one of the assistant line coaches, or Taylor, or Callahan, 
I mean, you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a front office guy. I mean, it's probably better if it's not a front office guy. If it's if it's a guy that he knows, that he trusts, that he likes, that he works with all the time, you know, uh, one of those offensive coaches that he's got a relationship with, you know, just having the conversation with him, being like, hey, man, we didn't see this coming. We weren't planning on moving you, but we got an opportunity for Brown. He's on, under contract for longer than you. He's more comfortable on the left side. You know, that's going to be the best fit for us is putting him on the left side. Hey, we want you to be the guy on the right side. We really want you to be the right the guy on the right side. You know, you're going to have some, you know, great opportunities there. We expect you to be that guy. You know, we love you. We care about you. And, and you're a big part of our organization. Like, that's all it needed to be. And he would have been pissed still. I mean, I would have been pissed. You know what I mean? Um, but at least you're dealing with it the right way. And I think we've all been there, right? I mean, I mean we've, we've had... Things happen in our lives where we were uh, fired or downsized or laid off or, you know, rejected for some kind of opportunity and were just denied like a promotion, right? There were things along those lines and somebody else gets it. And, like, you just wish, like, that people would deal with it and, like, talk to you, you know, be a be a decent person about things, right? Be honest with you, be upfront with you, not give you the whole song and dance. Um if you haven't, good for you, man. <laughs> but but it might be coming. I, I I managed to avoid those things for a long time, and then and then got hit with them uh, <laughs> a couple times in a row, uh, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, you know, like, like you just gotta handle those things the right way. Business is business. I get it, but like it is a people business after all, and you gotta treat people the right way. You gotta talk to people the right way. You know, like there was an unfortunate parallel that you know the. Things didn't exactly go the right way. Uh, we won't go down this road, but, you know, the whole Whitworth situation, we, we know that that was, um, he was dissatisfied with communication uh, in that relationship as it ended there, and and rightfully so from the sound of things. And it, it is a little bit, a bit disappointing that they didn't, at least in the aftermath, you know, talk to him and be like, hey, man, this is, this is what's happening, but you're still with us. You're still a part of us. You know, we still care about you. Uh, just to try and smooth that over. I think that, that sort of thing would have gone a, real, gone a long way. Um, and it is definitely a little bit disappointing. So, anyway, I'm Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Thanks for, for tuning in. That's my take on Jonah Gates. Terrible name, but it is what it is. Pretty good chance that that is not going to appear in the uh, appear in the header for this podcast. Anyway, I'm Matt Minnick. Who did? Yeah, we coming for what's ours. Yeah, we coming for what's ours. You hear the crowd? We coming for what's ours. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. 
It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.